This podcast episode is brought to you by MyPillow. And I'll tell you what, if you've experienced the MyPillow pillows, that's just the tip of the iceberg. There is so much more to MyPillow. They've got the Giza Dream bed sheets that I love. They feel like they did the first time I put them on my bed. And if you love the pillows, you're going to love the mattress topper. But they also have coffee, towels, bathrobes, and the sandals. Honey, let me tell you something. First of all, the slippers were amazing, and they are all-season slippers, so you can buy those at any time, and they are on sale right now for the most amazing price. You've got to use a promo code to take advantage of the great prices. The promo code is ROSE. So go to MyPillow.com, put in promo code ROSE, and then start saving money. I always like to bring a little bit of the spiritual in when I do this show because it's so important, I think, particularly transhumanism and how it's taking power away from God, essentially, and and it really is against his plan for creation. So I invited Dr. David Jeremiah to join me today. He's the founder of the multimedia broadcast ministry, Turning Point for God. And I just, I, Dr. Jeremiah, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate that. I'm honored to be with you. I am a big fan. I I try to catch your broadcast every day. If I don't, I go online to get it. I have so many of your books, and I just appreciate your consistency throughout the years. And you've always stood strong, and you've never wavered, and I appreciate that about you. Well, thank you very much. It's very kind. I saw you when you were here in Pittsburgh, and you do have something coming up in October. We'll talk about that coming up. One of the first things I talked about on the show today, Dr. Jeremiah, was— the Founding Fathers. And we talked about how our freedom was bestowed upon us by God. It is not given to us by man, because if man is responsible for giving us our freedom, then man can certainly take that freedom away. And we have seen that all throughout history. And I just wanted to touch on a little bit because we are celebrating the beginning of the very first convention of the Continental Congress uh, 249 years ago. And I thought I'd like to get some of your thoughts on freedom and what our founding fathers represented, oh, so many years ago. Well, you know, the Bible has a very succinct statement about freedom. It says, you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Mm. I think the thing that is so discouraging to most of us who um, have watched this is there is no truth. Truth has been shot in the head and nobody speaks the truth. In fact, it is a very um, visual thing where people can stand in front of a video that shows what they have done and actually deny they have done it with a smile and go on. Oh, that's so true, though. Isn't that, the, isn't that a fact? That, and I've always said this, if you know the truth, you know where to go. But if you don't know how the truth is, you're lost. And I think that kind of succinctly describes where so many people feel like today they, They've lost, they've lost their center because everybody's afraid to speak the truth. And even people who do what I do have become very cautious because uh, you used to be able to speak the truth, and people would say, well, that's your truth, it's not my truth, and they'd go on. But now, if you say something they don't view as their truth, they don't come after what you say, they come after you. Well, that's a really good point. And you can see where particularly Christianity is involved. Or you have to be so careful, and yet you are speaking You are speaking the truth. And you are—listen, you're up against a lot of attacks, and that's the thing. I think whether you're speaking about Christianity, you're speaking about God, whether you're speaking about our country, 
and and the freedoms and how we're at risk of losing those freedoms, all of those things can be considered inflammatory at times. They really can right now. Well, yeah, you know, we're on the radio and on television in Canada. And as you know, um, Canada mm. really strict hate laws. So we actually have to have a department that listens and watches everything we do through Canadian eyes and ears. No. No, so that we don't accidentally say something that is viewed as a hate statement. If you do it, you're you're off the air the next day. You're done. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe where we are today. You know, but it, it's not a surprise. It shouldn't be a surprise, should it be? When we talk about, Dr. Jeremiah, I know you you are so well-versed in so many things. And when I hear these things about, we talked about AI and how it's really t- trying to take the place of God. Honestly, you know, it's just creating men and creating ideas and creating sermons like they did in Germany. Or even right now, too, we're looking at things like Amazon One is allowing people to use their palm to make a payment. See, CEOs of certain companies want to be able to scan our irises in order to conduct commerce. This is this is very interesting times that we're living in, is it not? Yeah, well, we just came back from Europe. Uh, my wife and I just uh, celebrated our 60th wedding anniversary. And when we came back into this country, I was shocked. You don't even need a passport. Everything is visual. You walk up and look in this little thing. They read your eyes. And if you're OK, you come in. You don't need a passport. First time that's ever happened. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, people who travel abroad will say, oh, yeah, they, they know that. But I kept trying to get my passport out. They say, you don't need your passport. Just look in here, and uh, we'll know if you're the right person or not. And, you know, the, the, the things that are happening today, I guess we had to put a circle around them and put everything in the same circle. Socialism has become almost a, a certainty for us if we don't have some kind of a major revolution or turnaround. I believe this next election, as I've heard you guys talking about it, is going to make uh, is going to decide where we go as a nation and whether or not we have a chance to continue living the life that we believe has been given to us by God. And it's so crucial. And that's why I was trying to share during my monologue today. It's because socialism is so predominant and we really are on a very slippery slope right now because this this election, you are so right, will determine so much. I think this is our last and final call to preserve the republic. Well, you know, there's so many ways to prove that. And I'll just say this. When you when you look at our government, and how it was set up and why it was set up uh, to protect us with the three different branches. And then you realize that one branch of the government has now has turned into a weapon and the weapon yes. is being used to destroy people that don't agree with them, if that's allowed to continue, there is no way we can survive as a as a republic. No, there isn't, because socialism is so oppressive. And it's, it's as though right now, Dr. Jeremiah, we are replacing what then was the divine right of kings with the divine right of bureaucrats. That's basically what we're doing right now. We're just making a trade here. It's almost similar, but it's uh, we're giving up just as much. Because these tyrannical governments and dictatorships that come out of socialism brought nothing to enhance the human condition. Absolutely nothing. It's just those of us who love freedom, who have raised the baseline of human existence beyond anything that's ever been conceived before. And I, I'm just so afraid that we will lo- we are going to lose that. And we need to be very, very diligent right now. Absolutely. I, I uh, wrote a book about some of this. And I, I said, if you want to know what socialism, just read the story of, of the guy who founded it and and the awful life this man lived and what a terrible person he was and what happened to his family 
and you will see a picture of what he believed in and where it's going to take us if we allow it to to eke its way into our lives. And I'm I gave a whole sermon on this at a major college address, and uh, the students sat in rapt attention. But I also realized that many of them already had their foot in the door with some of this stuff. So it is a frightening time. And- it really is. You know, when, one of the things that I get your newsletters too, and I was reading a discussion that you had about handling impossible days. And really, quite frankly, we've been talking about impossible days. I mean, we are living in a time like none other in the history of the world. I, I honestly believe that. And it comes with a whole lot of challenges. And when we consider, you know, how much AI are we going to engage in? How much are we going to allow our our very uniqueness be exchanged for products or services like Amazon One wanting a palm payment? And eventually, we're not going to even have the choice. Eventually, it's not going to be an option. It's going to be a mandate. You've got to put your palm down or let us see your iris. So when we look at all of this and we talk about impossible days, because sometimes all of this just seems so impossible, what is your solution to this? How could you encourage those in the audience that have concerns, and rightly so? Well, uh, while the world is changing so rapidly, it's hard to um, watch it. Uh, If you serve God, you serve a God who does not change. He's immutable. Uh, His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I think more than ever before, we have to focus our attention on God's truth and God's Word, and He will give us the wisdom that we need. I, I don't think God will never leave us without an answer. If we if we focus our attention on Him, if we look to Him, if we don't get caught up in, okay, here's, here's what the other side's doing in the political regime, let's do something on our side. No, let's find out where God is in this whole thing, and let's be godly people. In the midst of all of this, we have to be who we are. Uh, I'm getting ready to do a series of messages on the seven I am's of John, and I wrote this little thing down, and and this is what I said. I am who I am because of I am. God is the I am, and because of him, I can be who I am, no matter what's going on. And uh, maybe one of the things we should remember is that the Bible was written to a world under the rule of Rome, which was far worse than anything we are facing, and yet Christians stood strong. They lived their faith. And uh, and God was honored, and we, we've had it pretty easy in this country over the years, and I think as Christians, we're going to have to stand up and be counted. I think you're right about that, and I'm so glad you brought up Rome. You're absolutely right. I hadn't thought about that. Oh, wow. I love that. Thank you so much for your encouragement. Uh, thank you for what you do every single day and bringing truth. And there is an event that you've got October 6th and 7th. It's in North Charleston. All you have to do is go to davidjeremiah.org. DavidJeremiah.org. You'll see all about that event. I'm going. I'm going to go. I can't wait to go, in fact. But thank you for your encouraging words today, Dr. Jeremiah. All right. Thank you very much. Please enjoy this brand new inspirational song from Calvary Music at Calvary Chapel Church, Fort Lauderdale, entitled Nobody Like You. It's being led by Kiana Hershey in a live performance. Earth was not enough to hold it 
praise. Come on, that's what he's done for us. He is worthy.